great that you're here on the Clark Howard Show because I hope that you can learn ideas to me so that you're empowered with knowledge so you can keep more of what you make. Coming up in just a few minutes, the airlines want to pick your pockets of the money you make. I'm going to tell you in today's Clark Rage what you got to watch out for, don't get burned by. And coming up later, I want to give you an update. There are a lot of deals today that I want to make sure you know about. So if you want to take advantage of the savings, you can save that money. So we are just weeks away when a lot of employers start doing open enrollment. We're further away, I guess we're six weeks away from when open enrollment comes online for you if you have to buy your own health coverage. And I want you to know that this is part of a continuing series where I'm going to talk about ways that you can make smart decisions with the benefits you're offered by your employer or making decisions when you're responsible for your own benefits yourself. So first things first, you know a lot of people have really suffered with the high deductible health plans. Employers went to those so heavily because it was all this talk about how we needed to be consumer-driven to drive prices down, that you would be incentivized to shop around for medical care if you had to pay high deductibles. That was the idea. Um, As I've talked about in the past, and I certainly will in the future, we're not being given the information up front on pricing for that to really work out. But Part of this is about employers feeling a burden from how high health care costs are, and by having higher deductibles on you, it reduces the employer's overall outlay for health care. So that's a fact, and that's the tough part. For many people, if your employer offers you an option of a lower payroll deduction for a high deductible health plan, or a higher payroll deduction for a lower deductible plan, for many people, especially if you have any issues with your health, you want to pay the higher premium and have the lower deductible. And because of backlash from employees facing the big out-of-pocket, you're going to find that more employers in this fall's open enrollment will offer you that option where you'll make the choice. You'll pay more each pay period in order to have a lower deductible, lower out-of-pocket, or you'll pay less to have that higher out-of-pocket. The higher out-of-pocket often will make you eligible for something known as an HSA, a health savings account, which is one of the best things available for workers to be able to get an ultra-tax-advantaged account that you can use for the medical expenses that come out of pocket. What happens is many workers, not feeling like they can afford it, don't fund the HSA, the savings account, that allows you to pay medical expenses pre-tax dollars and then get hit with bills that you're having to pay with after-tax dollars. So 
if you're offered the HSA option, go ahead and put money into it regularly every pay period so that you're funding that and getting money in there pre-tax because the advantage of it is so great. It's like getting, depending on your tax rate, a 20 to 37% discount on what you're having to pay when you have to pay a medical bill. So that would be really important. The second thing that I just talk about till I'm blue in the face is how important it is for you to have disability insurance. I, I try to get people to buy life insurance, and people don't want to buy life insurance. I don't know why. I mean, the percent of Americans have life insurance is way, way, way down. And then the reality is much, much smaller number ever buy disability insurance. And do you know your chances of becoming disabled during your core working years is roughly three times greater than your chances of passing away during your core working years. But people see what the premiums are through a plan at your work, and you're like, I'm not going to spend that money. But think how rotten, terrible that is if you can't work and you're not getting any income coming in. Qualifying for Social Security disability is a very involved process takes a good while, and Social Security has a real habit of saying no even after a long review. So having your own disability policy is a really important thing to do. On life insurance, your employer will likely offer you life insurance as an employee benefit. And they may give you a certain amount free. Take what they give you free. But beyond that, buy your own policy. Buy it in the marketplace. I've got simple steps on Clark.com, how you buy life insurance for 99 point whatever percent of people. The only life insurance you should consider is what's known as level term insurance. Agents generally will not sell it to you because the commission they make is so little from selling level term insurance that they can't even pay for the gas in their car to drive to see you for you to fill out the paperwork. So they're going to try to sell you junk known in the current lingo of the trade as permanent insurance that is really only applicable for people who make north of about $400,000 a year. So level term insurance is a really simple thing. It's kind of like buying auto insurance. It pays for coverage for a period of time, and usually you buy level term insurance from 10 to 30 years. Very simple to buy. There are now companies that will do instant issue based on looking at your medical history instead of doing a medical exam. So you can fill out the paperwork, and 15 minutes later, you've completed the paperwork and you have life insurance. Who needs it? People who have somebody who depends on you for income. You got kids, you got a spouse, you have a partner, significant other, all those circumstances, you need level term life insurance. Dan is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Dan. Hi, Clark. How's it going? Great. Thank you, Dan. How can I be of service to you? 
Hey, so I wanted to go solar with my house and get a new roof at the same time, um, but I'm having a hard time finding funding. Uh, Do you have any uh, tips that uh, could help me? So some solar companies now offer financing at decent Mm -hmm. rates if you buy solar from them. If you can Mm -hmm. go through the underwriting for a loan, they tend to write these at rates where they usually are potentially subsidizing the interest rate. Mm -hmm. And it will, other than maybe doing a home equity line of credit or a a home equity loan, it'll be the cheapest interest rate you'll find in the marketplace. Okay. How much is the system you're thinking about putting in? It's about 12,000. Okay. So I'm glad you said that because I should have written on a piece of paper and had Joel read it because that's what I'm hearing now is often the quotes are around uh, 12000 or so dollars because solar mm-hmm. has gotten a whole lot cheaper than it was. But there is an online forum now where you can get quotes based on your zip code from mm-hmm. different solar installers and see if that 12000 is a realistic number or not now you know also you spend the 12 grand the feds are going to pick up um was it thirty six hundred dollars of that cost right in a tax credit but if you go to the website energysage.com energy sage.com you'll be able potentially to get competitive quotes okay um now if you end up doing your own financing not through a solar installing company Mm -hmm. and you're trying to decide between a home equity line of credit and a home equity loan Mm -hmm. the way you decide between those two is how long you think it would take you to pay off the what's not really twelve thousand by the time you get the tax credit Um, let's say eighty five hundred dollars just to keep it simple how long it would take you to pay off eighty five hundred what do you think? Mm-hmm. Maybe like five or ten years. Then definitely do a home equity loan, not a line of credit. Okay. Because the home equity loan will carry a fixed rate of interest, and you get a much lower rate on a five-year home equity loan than you do on a 10. So if you thought there was a way you could pay it off in five years, that would be very much to your advantage. Steven's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Steven. Hey, Clark, how are you doing today? Great, thank you, Stephen. And I think we're both doing better than your dad is right now. Is that right? That's right, that's right. So um, I'll explain the story to you like this. Unfortunately, my 70-year-old dad is uh, not doing very well financially, and neither is my relationship with him. Um, And so we haven't really talked in about 17 years. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. Well, I appreciate that, Clark. And, um, you know, I, I really think... I still, I still want to honor him, though. And to give you a little bit of a background, his financial health isn't well if he has no savings or job prospects. And um, he also has a reputation for being mistrusting with money, as I've seen throughout my childhood. Um, with that said, how do I honor him by ensuring he has proper medical care as he ages and his health declines? You know, hopefully he lives into his 70s, 80s, and 90s. Um, I really feel this calling and this responsibility for caring for a parent 
maybe 15 years from the future. And I feel like that falls on me because I'm the only child. So I'm thinking of two options that I need your help with, Clark. I'm thinking about funding a long-term care insurance plan for him, even if those prices are several hundred dollars per month. Or I'm thinking about funding a mutual fund with those several hundred dollars per month, knowing that possibly I would have to access it in 15 years. I'm calling you, Clark, because I just need a sanity check. Okay, so the first option, don't worry about. Okay. Because if he is, is really broke, then he doesn't need money for a long-term care plan because he'll qualify for Medicaid for long-term care. And so that you don't have to fret over. The idea of you putting dedicated money aside in a mutual fund or index fund or something like that is a viable strategy because if your dad ends up not needing your help later in life, then you have that money for your own benefit and that would be uh, a way of you hedging your bets and at the same time honoring your dad. But there's a third alternative I want to mention, and that is your dad is a Medicare recipient, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. That's right. So do you know if he has a Medigap policy? I don't know. What's that? So with Medicare, there's a lot of stuff that Medicare doesn't pay for, and you're left exposed for those costs. If he has not bought one already, he's more limited in what Medigap he can buy. But with a Medigap policy, it would be potentially a big help for him with medical bills. And you could just pay the premiums on a Medigap for him. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely look into that. Thanks. So if, where I would go so you'd be able to educate yourself about how they work is start at AARP. And look at what they have on Medigaps. And then, then you need to communicate with him and see if he has one actively in place. And if he does already, you could just take over the premiums on that to make sure it doesn't lapse. If he's never had one in place, again, there are certain Medigap policies he will not be eligible for, having not had one in place before. But you'll still be able to buy him some Medigap coverage that would not be as robust, but would be of real benefit. And I'm sorry about your uh, tough history with your dad, but you're a good son stepping up now. Today's Clark Rageous moment is a special heads up for you. If you travel quite infrequently and you're buying a ticket for Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, or just a midwinter getaway coming up later, I want to tell you about how the airlines are becoming really clever at bait and switch. Scams, ripoffs, outrages. It's a Clark Regis moment. There's a new report out that the airline junk fees now are 35 billion bucks per year that the airlines rake in after they've sold you a ticket. And this is true with the full fare airlines, the mid-price airlines, the discount airlines, everybody but Southwest who uses a different business model and doesn't charge the junky junk fees that other airlines do. You need to know that, particularly if you book American United or Delta, they now have a strategy where they advertise 
very low fares. But then when you go to buy them, everything you see is about, don't buy these, don't buy these, don't buy these, pay us more money. American Airlines in particular will post very low fares and then try to sell you up to fares that can be two or three times the cost of what you found and try to terrify you that you're not going to have a seat assignment, that you're uh, not going to be able to board till the last group, and that checking a bag is a zillion dollars and blah, blah, blah. United alone charges you, of the full fare airlines, charges you a huge fee for a carry-on bag now on a lot of their fares, taking a page from the playbook of the hard discounters Spirit, Frontier, and Allegiant, know before you buy what all the fees are and what you can handle. I'm so glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you learning ways to save more and spend less, and don't let anyone ever rip you off. Our main website is Clark.com, and you know we have our deals site, ClarkDeals.com, and I've noticed when I'm out and about how much Christmas merchandise is already out there, that in a lot of stores, the Halloween merchandise is starting to do what they call in retail, sell through, and every time space becomes available, more Christmas merchandise goes out. I was in Costco this past weekend and they already have their display of Christmas trees all lit up and they're in the aisles and the Halloween stuff has shrunk and shrunk and shrunk as they've, as they've moved that merchandise and then they bring in more uh, things like there's a new Santa Claus there and a snowman, a light up snowman. I mean, they're really in the Christmas mode and you're probably rolling your eyes feeling like this is ridiculous, but... You know, we at Clark Deals do surveys of our audience to find out what people are thinking and what they think the price trends are going to be for each holiday period and things like that. And Karis, the boss of ClarkDeals.com, is here. And Karis, in the survey data that we've just been compiling, what percent of people have already either started or completed their Christmas shopping. Well, Clark, it was nearly 28%, so almost 30% of your listeners out there that uh, subscribe to the Deals newsletter list have already started holiday shopping. We had 1,200 responses, so that was great. So deal owners are already looking for deals way before the holiday shopping even starts. And so there are deals. You know, there are a number of deals going on right now. This is normally a lull, you know, through the uh, end of September, through pretty much all of October is a generally quieter time. Retailers aren't in real promotional mode, but we're still finding deals every day. And will you tell what the Target deal is? It's good till Saturday, right? Right, exactly. The Target deal, you can apply for a Target red card, and that's either the credit card or the debit card. And you can save $50 on a future $100 purchase. So that's that's great. That's $50 back. So that's a great deal at Target through Saturday. So the red card, what it is, is it is a either a uh, Target-only debit card that you get. Once you have it, you save 5% everything you buy. Or you can get a, a Target co-branded credit card that 
serves as the red card and gets you 5% cash back on pretty much everything you do at Target. Target also uses it as a way of getting people to do more shopping at Target.com by giving you a better deal on shipping, usually free, if you have the red card. So I'd say that getting uh, 50 off a $100 purchase is pretty fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. But you got to move quick for that. That's true, through Saturday. So, um, Tell about the Costco deal going on right now, if you don't mind. Yeah, Groupon is having a great deal on a new Costco membership. Uh, we don't know how, it's, how long it's going to last for, but it offers $89 worth of savings. So you get a $20 Costco card. You can even use it on any purchase, including gas, uh, yet free Kirkland Signature, laundry detergent, paper towels, $10 off fresh meat, $25 off a $250 or more purchase on Costco.com. So there's a lot of different things that you get with this membership, but it's only on Groupon. It's not available at a Costco store, but we have details at ClarkDeals.com. So you pay Groupon the 60 bucks for the membership. Right. You then take the Groupon voucher into a Costco, and that's how you get all those other things so your net membership cost basically is a negative if you take advantage of all those things. But you can even be a, a prior Costco member as long as you haven't been a Costco member since... May 1st. Thank you. This year. <laughs> I couldn't remember if it was end of April what it was. Right. So that's why you're here, because you remember so many details I don't. I have good notes. And people are buying something that's going to be huge Black Friday week. And that is people are buying these uh, video doorbells and the prices for them are all over the place, depending on which brand, which version of the brand. But it's heavily dominated by two companies, Ring and Nest. But you've got a Ring deal today. And um, I say it like they're your deals, like no. you're selling them. <laughs> This is Clark Deals. Um, yes, yeah, so there's a Ring Wi-Fi-enabled doorbell available at eBay today. We have the link at ClarkDeals.com. It's $78 free shipping. And we do we do a really intense job of looking at these sellers and making sure that they're legit. And this one has a great positive feedback score. They've um, completed thousands and thousands of orders. So we're always looking to make sure that the places we are sending people are legit. And this one is. It's a really great price for a new Ring doorbell today. And emphasis on new, this isn't a reconditioned or refurbished. This is a new one that you can get. Now, going back to our survey, um, and this came up, and the reason I'm so glad we asked it in our poll, this came up just the other day with a caller, Black Friday. What do people that, people that subscribe to our newsletter are, like they're really serious shoppers, what is their opinion about whether or not Black Friday is hype or you actually save more money that week? Yeah, so 59% uh, of deal hunters uh, plan to shop during Black Friday, which means they believe that it's the best time to shop. And I know that you've said that before, Clark, in terms of just the bargains that we're seeing. And we, gosh, we see them starting Thanksgiving afternoon, evening, when online resellers are really starting to offer those deals. So um, that would coincide with a lot of the things that we've seen about Black Friday. So the biggest change with Black Friday is it didn't work for anybody when the deals were so heavily concentrated in the wee hours of Friday morning after Thanksgiving this year, the 29th of November, uh, to about noon that day. People had, 
extremely long lines, there were fights, there were arguments, all that. So retailers starting back in 2015, and it's only become more the trend, started spreading out the shopping. And online has played a role. But ironically enough, often the best deals are not available online. You have to go to a physical store on Black Friday, on a lot of stores open Thanksgiving evening, on that Saturday, Sunday. And uh, why is it that they give better deals in person than they give online a lot of times? You mean to answer that or you want to do it? <laughs> I think you should answer that. <laughs> so the reason they do is you get into that whole shopping mode during the Black Friday frenzy. And if you go to a store, you're going to pick up other things that you might not buy if you're shopping online. If you notice how Amazon handles Black Friday, and really the Black Friday sales start this year on November 15th and end on um, November 25th. It's really going to be... a 11-day shopping window this year, Amazon will constantly, when you're on there through that 11-day period, Amazon will put up thing after thing saying, uh, this is a special treasure chest deal or whatever, and they'll try to do what the physical retailers do, which is by, when you're in there buying the doorbuster that you came in for, have sale signs everywhere trying to get you to buy other things. And my most important advice to you about this is don't get caught up in the frenzy and buy things you don't really need on Amazon, any other .com, or in a physical store because they all try to make their numbers during those 11 days. And I don't want you to help their stockholders, I want you to help yourself and how you're shopping. Which brings me to another survey question I wanted to ask you about. What did our poll show about how people felt about gift cards? Well, nearly 40% of deal hunters do not give gift cards during the holidays, so they're listening to your advice. So that is totally different than national averages, where overwhelmingly... People buy gift cards, people want to receive gift cards, but the gift card market has been a troubled market because of fraud and breakage. So fraud is when you buy a gift card, you give it to somebody as a gift, and then they go to shop with it and there's no money on it. There have been a number of ways that hackers and crooks, well hackers are a form of crooks, have figured out how to crack the code on the gift cards. And you don't know as the giver, you've already laid out your hard-earned money buying that gift card. The recipient doesn't know till they may be getting it even a month after you bought it. They don't know till they eventually go use it that it's declined because there's no money on it because criminals are exploiting the weaknesses in the gift card system and emptying the cards and you have no way of getting the money back. The retailers know it's a big problem. They don't care. So 40% of our survey respondents know that gift cards are a dangerous thing to give somebody now. 
and you shouldn't do it if you really want to make sure that the recipient has something useful. So that's the fraud part. Let me tell you about breakage. Retailers push gift cards so heavily because of what they call breakage, which is where somebody receives a gift card and they either A, never redeem it, or only B, partially redeem it. Okay, so this is funny. I stopped service with a company, and they owed me a refund. And uh, you can see, Karis and Joel, I have this, uh, this card they sent me instead of sending me a check. And so I called and said, I don't want this card. I want money. And they said, nope, this is the only way we will refund you the money we owe you. So this had, I'm trying to remember how much money, it was something less than $100. And so I started using it right away to use up all the value. Well, now you can't find out how much money it has on it unless you pay a fee for a balance inquiry. But I keep trying smaller and smaller purchases to see what's left. So I tried $4.46 yesterday. That was declined. Oh, no. (laughs) So there's some amount of money on here that I can't get to. And it's all part of the despicable game that businesses play to take advantage of you. And so gift cards are definitely part of the problem. Any kind of stored value card they send you, obviously, is the example I just gave, is a problem. But is there any other deal that I've been talking too much that you've been dying to give? You're looking at me like, I wanted to talk about this. (laughs) Well, this is actually a deal that you told us about, Clark. There's an Amped Wireless Ally AC1200 dual band, that's a mouthful, smart mesh <laughs> Wi-Fi system for $50 at Micro Center. And, um, Let me explain what that is, because that was a <laughs> lot you spit out right there. So wireless mesh is the new form of providing Wi-Fi in your home. And what it does is it gives you the sta- same strength signal for Wi-Fi everywhere in your home that normally what happens is the further you get from your router, the weaker the signal is and the slower your connection is. And if you're streaming television, you may see the spinning circle of death instead of the show you want to see. With wireless mesh, you have the same signal everywhere in your home. So wireless mesh systems, when they first came out, were close to $1,000. Now they are typically around $200, but this is one that's being closed out, cleared out, closed out, whatever. 50 bucks at Micro Center. And so you just have to check local inventory if Micro Center is available near you and see if you can get the wireless mesh for 50 bucks. And the whole kit and caboodle of the name and model number and all that you said that went right over my head, even though I gave you the deal, um, you can see that at ClarkDeals.com. And quickly, travel deals right now, this is the time of year we have so many deals. Talk about what's going on out of New York right now. Oh, there's so many deals from out of New York. And I know that we just wrote a piece, there was a Clark.com article on what cities offer the best travel deals internationally. New York's definitely one of those cities. And so there are tons of deals to Europe in the 200s and 300s, Madrid, Barcelona, Paris, Rome, Amsterdam. I mean, there's just so many 
So it's definitely worth it to check out, you know, if there's anything from your city um, during this time of crazy fall travel. It's, it's just great with all the deals that are happening. The thing about New York is the deals often are so much cheaper out of New York to Europe than and uh, and even beyond Europe many times to the Middle East or to India as an example that it's worth it to buy a ticket from wherever you live in the United States to New York and then take the flight over from New York because the fares are so much lower. Many times you might have points you can redeem to get to New York, but you can't seem to get a point redemption to take you over the water. You could use points to get to New York and then take one of the 200 or so dollar round trip tickets to Europe. So, Karis, thank you. Thank you, And uh, we post deals day and night, every day of the year, except Christmas, and because uh, I'm a terrible person and we work 364 days a year. So you can see those deals at Clark Deals and we have the newsletter as well. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget, giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Leo is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Leo. How you doing? Great, Clark. It's good to hear your voice on the phone. Well, good to have you here. You have had some frustration trying to protect your phone service from these hackers that try to steal people's phone service, not their phones, their phone service, so they can then try to steal money in your bank account, brokerage account, whatever. So you hear me say what to do, you read or you read it on Clark.com, you then try to do it, and your cell phone carrier said, we don't know what you're talking about. That's pretty much it. Uh, I heard you on the radio this morning on that West Coast station that you run every couple of weeks. And uh, I immediately got online and said, I wonder if I can do this online. Well, I couldn't. But it did say, do you want a representative to call you back? And I said, yes. And they called back on time. And he asked me what I wanted to do. And I said, I want to set up no port. And he said, oh, you want to port your number to another phone? Is that it? And I said, no. (laughs) That's exactly what you're trying to prevent so the crooks can't steal your service. So, okay, so these procedures are being rolled out um, piece by piece right now, and I guess that your cell phone carrier hasn't even trained its employees yet on this new procure. Yours is T-Mobile with what they call no-port, right? So maybe give them a couple more days to train their employees. This is a new procedure that Verizon and T-Mobile have both put in place. I'm waiting for AT&T and Sprint to step up, too. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. 
Thanks for joining us today. The Clark Howard Show is produced by Kim Drobes, Joel Larsgaard, Deborah Reese, and Jim Ayers. And remember, 24 hours a day, we're there to serve you at Clark.com and ClarkDeals.com.